Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I am your host, Kelly R. Jackson, and let's just get right into it. As we always do, listen, this is our Thankful Thursday segment, our Thankful Thursday. And again, we try to give you something on Thursday each week, uh, something that you can be thankful for, something that you can uh, just kind of look at and say, you know, I want to thank God for that. And and I have a subject here today um, that, that I often mention. Uh, I mention it sometimes when I'm preaching. I mention it sometimes when I'm teaching. Uh, he didn't leave me where he found me. He didn't leave me where he found me. So I want to give you a little bit of a background on the thought that, that I'm usually thinking when I say he didn't leave me uh, where he found me. Now, those of you that may be listening to this podcast um, that are not saved, that are not Christian, just bear with me. I'm going to talk to the Christian folks uh, for a minute and then you all can kind of listen in and hopefully you might get, get saved before we get to the end of this thing. But um, we think about being saved. We think about uh, accepting Jesus Christ as our Savior. We think about Um, him pulling us out of the old life and bringing us into the new life. Um, I'm often telling people again in my preaching and my teaching uh, on occasion, I will say to people, I thank God that he did not leave me where he found me. And so um, I I say that uh, in reference to the fact that, that I'll say it like this. In, In my opinion, in my opinion, most of us, I can't say this about everybody, but most of us did not get saved on a Sunday morning. We got saved on another day. We got saved. Now, you might have shown up to church on Sunday morning and joined the church or or showed up to give your life to Christ. But most of us did not get saved on a Sunday morning. In fact, most of us did not get saved at the church. And I say most of us because some people do have that testimony that they were saved on Sunday. They were saved in the church. But most of us didn't really get saved, didn't really get saved in the church and on a Sunday morning. Most of us came to the realization that we needed to be saved when we were either in the middle of doing some ungodly things or had just come out of some ungodly things or maybe even survived some ungodly things. And so we talk about being saved, talk about the fact that God found me in some ungodly places. He found me in some places where I was doing some things I had no business doing. He found me in some places that I was living contrary to his word. And so when I think about that, he didn't leave me where he found me. When I think about the fact that when I got saved, and again, we talk about being saved, that means that you got pulled out of a situation that you could not get yourself out of. And that doesn't have to be a physical situation. It could be a lifestyle that you could not pull yourself out of. You you were trying to stop doing what you were doing, but you couldn't do it on your own. You You were trying to stop living the way you were living or doing what you were doing, but you could not do it on your own. Thus, you needed a savior. And so God comes in, in, in some of those places that we are. And I want you to visualize this with me. God comes to some of the darkest places because that's, that's when it really starts to hit you when you've been living your life and doing whatever it is that you've been doing. And then you come to the realization that God has been there the whole time. If you really, if you really know God, if you really believe in the same God that I believe in, you believe that he's omnipresent, right? That means that he's everywhere at the same time. So that means that even in the midst of my worst behavior, there was God looking in on that behavior. And so when I get to that place where I say, I can't go on like this, I need a change. I need to do something different. That's where God finds me in that dark place, in that place that I had no business being in. And yet he comes to that place and he does not leave me where he finds me. 
I'm contrary to his word. I'm doing things. And again, most of us that wind up getting saved, we have some sort of knowledge about God. We have some sort of inkling within ourselves. We may not know Bible verses and we may not uh, know scripture like that, but there's something in you that says, I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be doing this. You know, God is not pleased, but, but we allow the world to say things like, well, you know, he's going to forgive you anyway. So, so, so you don't even have to try to live right. You know, you're under grace. Don't worry about it. And that's what the world kind of, kind of tricks us into believing. But you come to realize that I'm in this dark place. I'm in these places that, that I should not be in. And, and yet God comes and he sees me where, where I am. And, and, and I'm in desperation now. And I'm thinking about, those things that I'm trying to stop doing and I'm in desperation. And in that moment of desperation, I call out to God because I've often told people in my teaching that a lot of times that we'll actually, we get so out of whack sometimes that we'll communicate with God on our way to do wrong. You know, where we're plotting and planning to do something wrong, to do something that we have no business doing. And we'll actually sit in the car and pray to God that we're able to get there and get back in one piece. Lord, help me to get to the place that, that I should not be going to and do the thing that I should not be doing. And Lord, bring me back in one one piece. And then God actually does that because he's trying to give us another opportunity. But, but let me get back to this. As God comes to get you from that place that you have no business being in, when he comes to rescue you, from that place and really rescue you from yourself because you're the one uh, that put yourself in this situation. When God comes to rescue you, he doesn't come and he doesn't shake his head and say, you know what? You got yourself into this. You get yourself out. You know, that's what we would do to each other, right? He doesn't come and he say, you're stuck. There's nothing I can do for you. He doesn't come and say, I warned you about this. You shouldn't have been here, right? You know, because again, I, I often share with people, you know, um, we're on our way to do wrong and God is trying to stop us. He'll cause some things to go wrong along the way. And we have to have enough spiritual discernment to recognize there's a reason that, that things keep going wrong. Somebody's trying to stop me from get to where, getting to where I'm going, right? And so even in the midst of that, God does not leave us where he finds us. He instead, he reaches down and he offers us life. He, he saves us, right? But before I get to the scripture I want to share with you, the amazing thing about God is not just him not leaving us where he found us, but the fact that sometimes because we're so hard-headed. God has to come back and get us over and over and over again from some of those places. Some of those places that God pulls us out of and he pulls us out without a scratch on our body. He pulls us out safe and sound. And, and then we make the promise to God, that empty promise that all of us have probably made at one time or another, Lord, if you get me out of this, I'll never do it again. And sometimes we say that with plans to do it the next weekend as if God does not know that we, we are not really done with it, right? And so then again, even in that moment, we're supposed to change our prayer, right? Instead of saying, Lord, I'm not going to do it no more. When we know we plan to do it again, our prayer ought to change. Lord, change my appetite. Lord, if you change my appetite because I have a desire to do that wrong thing, if you change my appetite, then I won't desire to go to that place again because I can't keep telling you I'm not going to do it again. And then I turn around and do it again because now it seems like I'm trying to make a fool out of you. But let me go a little bit further here. Again, God has to come back sometimes and pull us out of some fire over and over again. Think about how ridiculous it would be for the fireman to show up at a house and your house is on fire. and You're inside the house and he pulls you out of the fire. 
and you get up and run back into the burning house. That's what we do. And yet God keeps pulling us out because he said, I'm not going to leave you where I found you. I'm not going to leave you in the way that I found you. If there's anything that we ought to be thankful about, it ought to be the fact that God did not leave us where he found us. Let me read the scripture for you. And then we're going to get out of the way on this thankful Thursday. Familiar passage of scripture for those in the Christian community. First Peter chapter two, verse nine says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now, I I chose this scripture today and I'm going to wrap it up here. I chose this scripture today because we in the Christian community love to pull out the scripture talks about being a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own special people. And we love that first part of that verse, being chosen of God royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people. We pull that verse out and we stick our chest out because we say we're special to God. And we are in fact special to God. I don't want you to get this twisted at all. We are in fact special to God. Why do I say we're special to God? Because again, he didn't leave you where he found you. But but I want to focus on the last part of this when it says that him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. See, see, before we can get to this place where we're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You were living in darkness. We were doing the wrong thing. He calls us out of darkness. He doesn't leave us where he finds us in darkness. He calls us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Before you can become chosen, before you can become so special and so holy and tell people how awesome you are in God, he founds you in darkness. He found you in some places that you had no business being in. He found you doing some things that were ungodly. He found you in the worst places that he could possibly find you in. And yet he calls you out into his marvelous light. You could almost flip the verse and say, there I was in darkness. He calls me out into his marvelous light because I'm chosen, because I'm a royal priesthood, because I'm a holy nation, because he made me all of that once he took me out of darkness. And that is why I need to proclaim his praises. So, 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 so as we wrap this up, I I thank God that he did not leave me where he found me. If I'm grateful for anything on today, I'm grateful for the fact that I'm not what I used to be. Somebody might be listening to this now and you might be thinking to yourself, I'm not what I used to be. Some of you are saying, I don't want to be what I am anymore. But but for those of you who are saying that I'm not what I used to be. And yet there's still some people in your life that want to remind you of what you used to be. You know where God brought you from. And you don't have to prove it to anybody. You don't have to, you don't have to try and show anybody how far God has brought you because if they don't want to see it, they're not going to see it anyway. Amen. Even if they see it, they're going to, they're going to try to claim it's something fake about it. Right. And so you don't have to waste your time proving to people that God has brought you out of darkness into his marvelous light and made you his show, part of his chosen generation, his royal priesthood, his holy nation, his own special people. You don't have to prove it to anybody. But the one thing I do want to tell you is what you ought to be is you ought to be thankful. You ought to be grateful that God pulled you out. You ought to be grateful that he did not leave you where he found you. 
You ought to be grateful that he loved you enough to where even when he pulled you out and you went back, he came back and got you again and again and again and again. If we're being honest, he kept on pulling you out because he kept on saying you're chosen. I want to make you a royal priesthood. I want to make you a part of this holy nation because you are that special to me. I don't want to leave you where I found you because I put your life has purpose. I don't want to leave you where I found you because I got greater for you. And if there's anything that we ought to be thankful for on this day, we ought to be thankful that he did not leave us where he found us. Or it would have been so easy because God is still God, whether you come along or not. He's still holy, whether you show up or not. The kingdom is still the kingdom, whether you're in attendance or not. But he loved you that much that he saw you in darkness and he said, come on out into the marvelous light. If there's anything for you to be thankful for on today, be thankful that he did not leave you where he found you. Listen, I hope y'all appreciate that thankful Thursday. I just want to share that that message with you all today. I was I was trying to figure out um, what I was going to do for thankful Thursday. And the Lord just hit me with that. He said, listen, don't, tell him that I didn't leave him. I didn't leave him where I found him. And, and, and let that be a message for those of you that might still be lost, that might still be thinking to yourself, you know, God don't love me. Ain't no, don't nobody care nothing about me. He's not going to leave you where he found you. Once he comes to get you, he's going to come get you for real. And he loves you. He's willing to come back and get you as, as many times as it takes. As long as there's breath in your body, God has purpose for your life. He did not leave you where he found you. If you'd like to keep up with our ministry, check out our ministry at the ministry's website, www.krjministries.org. Again, that's www.krjministries.org. If you stop by there, we do believe that you will be blessed. If you'd like to purchase any of our works, you can visit the publishing website. Again, that website is www.krjpublishing.com. Again, that's www.krjpublishing.com. As always, we'd like to encourage you to subscribe to the podcast, wherever you might be listening. Uh, just go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share this message with somebody that might yet still be lost. Let them know that when God comes to get you, he won't leave you where he found you. There's still plenty of room at the cross. And so we uh, we appreciate you all for stopping by. We hope that you enjoyed uh, our thankful Thursday segment on today. And we will see you all on next time. Be blessed.